San Francisco, welcome to Quizotron. Thank you all so much for being here. Quizotron, of course, is the world's greatest science-themed comedy panel quiz show in San Francisco. Uh, and maybe in the world. You know what? Let's shoot for the stars. Uh, it's the greatest one in the universe. Um, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Rebecca Watson. Please allow me to introduce tonight's panelists. They are Kenji Lopez-Alt, Trace Dominguez, Matt Gupser, and Justin Robert Young, and Ashley Paramore. Uh, so, at, at Quizotron, if you haven't been here before, basically we've hit scientists against comedians to see who knows more stuff. As you can see in front of you, each panelist has a big red button they can use to buzz in to answer questions. They'll get points if they're correct or if they make me laugh. They will lose points if they are incorrect or if they displease me in any way. Uh, at the end of the game, whoever has the most points gets to wear the Quizotron belt. Uh, so, without much further ado, let's jump right into it. Uh, round one, of course, as always, is get to know the contestants. Hands on your buzzers. Question number one. Which contestant once drove a thousand miles to see a space shuttle launch? Trace Dominguez. That's Trace Dominguez. Absolutely correct. The audience is huge tonight. So big. <laughs> and they're out of control. <laughs> you cannot stop these guys. Uh, Trace, tell us about that. Um, so I lived in uh, D.C. I was working for the Discovery Channel, and I took... It. Did you just spill beer all over yourself? No, because this is an audio podcast. I have I have never spilled beer on myself. Just continue talking. Everything's fine. So anyway, you were living in D.C. Living and in she DC. just spilled beer on herself. She spilled beer everywhere. And I thought, you know it would be great? There's a shuttle launch happening. It's the last one, STS-135. And uh, I thought, let's drive from D.C. to Titusville, Florida and see it. I left I on a diner. Wednesday and it launched Friday morning. So it was a fun... I think it's, it's my awake record. Let's put it that way. I was mm-hmm. awake for 38 hours straight and it was awesome. Were you wearing a diaper? I was not. Oh. That's Although that would cut. have been that would have been a good pro tip. Maybe next time. Yeah. I, I, I sustain myself on Dr. Pepper liter bottles and Skittles. Right. Also, by the way, being from Florida, your greatest achievement should be getting to the end of that drive and being happy with the fact that you are in Titusville. Yeah, it's not the best town in the no, world. No, it but. sucks, but... <laughs> we ended up camping behind an old folks' home, and it was fantastic. <laughs> like, the grass was fantastic. No one yeah. had ever been out there. It was lovely. They keep good grass in Titusville. That's what they say. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trace, when you're not doing uh, ridiculous road trips for science, what are you doing with your time? Um, I make YouTube videos, uh, youtube.com slash Trace Dominguez. I just went freelance and started doing it myself. I used to work for Discovery Channel, as I mentioned, and Seeker. um, So I made YouTube videos for them as well. And I am a science writer and all-around kind of relaxing dude now because I don't have a job, so. (laughs) Thank you so much. Relaxing dude, Trace Dominguez. All right, here we go. Question number two. 
which contestants thought it was a good idea to choose Game of Thrones as their wedding theme? Justin Robert Young. My wife. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't think you said that with Ashley the right Paramore <laughs> and Justin Robert Young. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Well done, Justin. <laughs> I will point out that that is somewhat inaccurate. We only chose Game of Thrones to be half of our wedding theme. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, there half? was Battlestar Galactica. So. Wow. Yeah. wow. So we had 14 gods. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we, we got married uh, three years ago last weekend at uh, Dragon Con, a big nerd convention in Atlanta. Happy anniversary to you. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, uh, where, where, did the, where did the idea come from? Where, where, where did we first think about Game of Thrones and uh, Battlestar? I think we might have been drunk, but like <laughs> just rolled with it. It was good. Highly likely. Yeah, I think if you're going to choose Game of Thrones as a wedding theme. I yeah. mean, Battlestar as well, but Game of Thrones is particularly anti-wedding. Sure. I mean, we did yeah. have a red wedding, you know. to be fair. No, yeah. No, no. We did all get murdered at the end. Like, right. because if you're gonna go, you might as go all the way. Go all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, happy anniversary to you, and uh, in addition to getting married in super nerdy ways, mm-hmm. uh, what do you do with yourselves? Uh, I do a comedy podcast called Night Attack and a politics podcast called Politics, 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 uh, for which, by the way, right here in the Piano Fight Theater, you can get tickets for our Election Day special, 7 p.m. We will be going over all the results as well as all the most insane campaign ads and uh, uh, just everything that has happened during these this midterm season. And boy, let me tell you, there's some doozies. It's so, a lot. It's a lot to pack into one. You evening are, of yeah. It's going to be one part clip show, one part stand up, one part uh, uh, actual live election results to see who has control of American democracy. So it'll be high stakes right here in Piano Fight. Uh, go ahead and get your tickets. All right, and Ashley, how about you? Yeah, so I uh, my my handle on Twitch.tv is Fake Gamer Girl, where I do specifically vegan cooking streams, where Woo. I like to teach people how to make vegetables not taste like dirt. So Woo. that's what I do. What if I like dirt? Well, then that's that's all you, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin and Ashley, everyone, thank you so much for being here. All right, question number three. Which panelist apparently has a hidden talent for sculpting statues of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? It's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough one. Matt Gubser. That's They're not statues. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to object okay, to Okay, I'm giving you the points for that. Well done, hands. Matt. That's, that's the nerdiest way you could have answered that. Well, they're very small. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What do you call a tiny a they're, figurine? They're, yeah, they're little oh. plastic figures that come yeah. in board games. That's, I'm so sorry I didn't have get Have you ever bought right. a board game with statues in it? I did. Get your shit together. Uh, this is your show. Yeah. No, you know what? You're right. A little bit of professionalism. You're right. No, I'm all about precision here and science and... I'm it's so a, sorry. It's a tiny Morphin Power Ranger. <laughs> just no, the small, audience is not that interesting. Just go ahead and yeah, take. No. Just go. No. no. Okay, go know. ahead and buzz yeah. in then there, Justin. I'm just going to take off there the There we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. The audience is not into oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> and yes, I do have new pictures up. I like uh, For the, <laughs> the, the listening audience at home can't tell, but they're great. Uh, <laughs> 
So uh, tell me about this. I, <laughs> it's a Kickstarter for a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers board game. I was just a freelancer. I just sculpt freelance. Anyway, See, but this I know project you, happened to be for a board game. I know <laughs> you as a, a prolific stand-up comedian here in the Bay Area. That is a very generous use of the word prolific. <laughs> I had no idea you had uh, this talent. Yeah, everybody needs a day job. Might as well sculpt nerd toys. <laughs> That's what my grandmother always said. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> they were probably friends. Yeah. Is that are a poor Richard's almanac? <laughs> uh, you are still doing stand-up, though, I assume. Yeah, just not while I'm sculpting at the same time. <laughs> that would yeah. be awkward. Yeah. I mean, they're only you can't talk all of the hours in the day. Right. <laughs> like one or two tops, and you got to fill the rest of your day with something. <laughs> And uh, what is your next? Uh, what's what's your? Do you have a regular stand-up gig, or do you have a, a one coming up that you want to? Uh, nothing exciting. Right. It's just it's just this normal shit around. This and the, the statues. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where can people find you if they want to know where you're performing? Uh, it's on my website. There's a schedule up there. It's just every. Yeah, no need to mention what every it is. bar. It's what's fine. the? Should I Google you? I don't like. Do I? Have... Uh, <laughs> yeah, my it. website is mattgubster.com. You can find it find it by googling Matt Gubster. Mac Upster, everyone. (laughs) How how tall are these these statuettes? Uh, They're done digitally, so they're these are between one and three inches tall for the board game. Okay. What's that in metric? We are scientific. Thirty-two to seventy-five millimeter. Boom. Done. Come on, applaud. No, that's, that's, yeah. That's, In fact, I, I'm giving you points for that. You get, you get points for doing an on God on the fly uh, metric conversion. Well, that was a 200 point swing between yeah. me and you. Yeah. Yeah. So cheer up Step a little, Matt. I know. Right. I'm eating shit over here. Okay. Question number four. Which contestant did what everyone else has always threatened to do but not done and deleted Facebook? Kenji Lopez Alt. Uh, J. Kenji Lopez Alt. <laughs> so, first of all, what should I call you? What do you prefer? Uh, Kenji. I Kenji. Go by Kenji. Okay. So, you were just being mean. <laughs> uh, you deleted Facebook, you took the plunge. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, just Friday? Yeah, because I went yeah. to stalk you to make a question for this, and I couldn't find much, because you deleted Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was not that difficult a decision. Do you feel, <laughs> do you feel freer? Um, actually, I mean, not, not so much, because I, I never, I mean, I, I never really opened it or did anything with it for, for the last couple of years, like I, I, I cross-posted stuff from other platforms, but I, I hadn't used it for a couple of years anyway. But where do you um, get your Beachbody Plus now, or your nail wraps? I don't know what that means. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. do- How do oh, you- so you're not friends with I'm anybody from really high school? Yeah, uh, say, How do you know. find out which high school friends oh, these, now have babies? Are these pyramid schemes? Yeah, they're pyramid schemes. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a hundred percent of my uh, my introduction to the pyramid scheme business was through high school friends on Facebook. Got it. How's the yeah. business going? Uh, they all fail, um, but their twelve children seem to be doing fine. So I'm sure it's okay. Yeah. 
Facebook is great. <laughs> Uh, so, Kenji, that, that is not the most notable thing about you, of course. Uh, if you guys heard our previous podcast, we talked to you a little bit about uh, what you do. You run Serious Eats. Is that correct? That, I mean, that's sort of correct. How do you... Uh, I used yeah, to run Serious Eats. <laughs> I, I kind of just, like, stand by and watch Serious Eats go right now. Right. Um, uh, I'm, I, I'm a food science writer, um, so I write about... I'm not a scientist... Um, and I'm I'm not a scientist and I'm not a comedian, so I don't know why I'm here. Um, but I, I write. Why are any of us here, Kenji? <laughs> I write about the science of food, um, uh, the science of home cooking, basically. Awesome. Um, and then I have a restaurant in San Mateo. Yeah, just a just a minor footnote. You have your own restaurant, yeah. <laughs> Worst Hall in San Mateo. It's called Worst Hall. We we serve sausages in a hall. Is that setting. your slogan? <laughs> we serve sausages in a hall. <laughs> Worst hall. It's the best. Kenji, thank you so much for being here. Kenji, everyone. <laughs> All right, so those are our contestants this evening. Uh, here we go. We're going to get into the meat of it. Uh, round number two. The topic is science. <clears throat> I'm really surprised by that. Topic. Question yeah, number weird. one. <laughs> What relatively new technology has been shown to reduce fear of heights in agoraphobics by up to 33%? What new technology has been shown to reduce fear of heights by 33%? Matt. What are ladders? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Incorrect, but the audience liked it, so I'm giving it to you. Uh, a newer technology than ladders, uh, reducing fear of heights. Matt, what are plexiglass ladders? I'm just <laughs> okay. I'm going to remind you that this is not Jeopardy. You don't have to answer in the form of a question, but I'm still going to give you points for that. Oh, wait! Oh my God! You're rewarding this behavior. What is the form of a question? <laughs> You're lucky that Trace beat you to buzzing in then, because then I would have taken away points. Uh, Trace, what do you think? Legal weed. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm so sorry. Oh. Uh, that is not a new. new technology. No, it's new to California legal system. <laughs> Justin. Virtual reality. Absolutely correct. Well done, Justin. That's not that new. Yeah. Was that just a good guess, or did it's you read about this? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like virtual reality has been around longer than legal weed. I'm just going to point it out. <laughs> I know. That, bucket, that lawnmower man didn't give a shit about how high he was. My dad, who is here in the audience, has lawnmower man on laser. Oh, I just got home. what you were... Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got what you were going for with the weed and the high... I didn't get that. The oh, first I time wasn't around. going. For give that. yourself. Wow, you even went further than I points. did on that. Oh, I should give myself points for uh, that. You then. should take away some his points because you gave him too much credit. Yeah, yeah. The, the audience says yes. I feel like I heard your girlfriend yelling yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna take oh, away some more points from Trace there. <laughs> Don't embarrass him in front of his parents. <laughs> Someone said, "Give them back." That's I my assume mom. that's your mother. <laughs> uh, I, I won't, but I will give the audience 100 points. <laughs> if my mom wins this podcast, I'll be she very might. proud of her. She might. <laughs> and it's a shame because in the olden days, the audience got shots for getting right answers, but it turns out they could have their liquor license revoked for us doing that, so we can't do that anymore. Yeah, everybody <laughs> boo the liquor license. Boo! <laughs> So 
so yes, virtual reality can help conquer fear of heights. Uh, it's not just through um, you know what they call exposure therapy. It's not like they just uh, put a headset on you and then make it seem like you're being pushed out of a plane or anything. <laughs> it's actually very gentle. It's this atrium sort of building where you can play games on different floors and you can pick which floor you go to and people did really well about like moving up floors to play more games and then getting slightly better at heights so yeah virtual reality has been helping with a lot of psychological stuff like that including yeah heights all right next question question number two new research suggests that goats will be friendlier if you do what ashley feed them Actual sputter from the audience. Yeah, so I'm gonna, gonna give say, you. I'm gonna give a you dude points. in front. If he had a glass of that water, like it would have been a, li- a spit take. It would have been a vaudeville level yeah. Like spit take. Yeah, <laughs> you're wrong, but <laughs> you get those points. Um, no, goats will like you better if you do what to them, <laughs> Matt. Uh, give them religious freedom. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The audience wasn't behind you, and it was a wrong answer. So I'm going to say wrong. No. <laughs> Any other guesses? No? The correct answer is that uh, you can smile at them. Goats apparently are really good at telling happy human faces from sad human faces, and they're more likely to uh, be forthcoming with a human who smiles at them. You know, that's so funny, because that doesn't work for women when you tell them to smile. No, it really doesn't. (laughs) Doesn't, yeah. Damn goats. (laughs) Hashtag me goat. No. (laughs) No, I couldn't. Well, that, I don't know. Then, like, are... You never really hear about that legendary, friendly, happy goat farmer, right? Yeah, well, who's because none of them are smiling at them. Yeah. So so are you saying that you could revolutionize goat farming if just the happiest people on earth decided to raise goats? If you're just nice to them, yeah. What if you wear a mask and the mask is smiling? That would be terrifying, Trace. (laughs) The goat doesn't know that. What if you just wore I mean, the mask from the movie The Mask, the Jim Carrey <laughs> one, not the Cher one? I was, that was my next yeah. question. Yeah. yeah, neither of those are particularly charming masks. So. I mean, only one is Cuban Pete, the king of the rumba beat. That's right. That's true. Okay, next question. <laughs> and he goes, chick, 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 boom, chick, chick, boom, chick, yep. chick, no, boom. No, we're, we're done with that now. <laughs> uh, question number three. People who have sex more often perform better on what kind of test? Justin. Sex test. Oh, sold it. <laughs> you, wow, you, you did steal that from Trace, but it was wrong. So. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. I uh, took that for you. <laughs> yeah, really jumped in front of that bullet for you. <laughs> Matt. Uh, what is an HIV test? <laughs> <laughs> Again, incorrect, but I'm giving you... Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll tell you what, based on that reaction, we've really rebounded from the 90s here in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, San Francisco's over. Different era. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, what kind of test? Uh, Does anyone in the audience know? Wait, can you you uh, say the People who have sex more often perform better on what kind of test? Thank you. Dexterity. No, all of these are incorrect. (laughs) 
The nice thing about being in the audience, though, is that I don't bother to buzz you in and take off points. So, no, I'm so sorry. The correct answer is a memory test. Oh. Yeah. Uh, in a recent study, 8,000 adults over the age of 50 took memory tests two years apart. And the ones who had a lot of sex in between did much better on the second memory test. They showed less cognitive decline than people who didn't have a lot of sex. Although there still was cognitive decline. So having sex alone will not prevent cognitive decline. This is, this is why my memory has gotten so much worse since getting married. Yeah, and having that baby. Yeah. <laughs> I see are we, hey. are we sure that that's not backwards? Is it just that people don't want to have sex with dumb people? <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's Wait a minute. When has that ever been I true? Mean, <laughs> I mean, it yeah. is in this marriage, so. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. First of all, dumb people sex is the best kind of sex, and we all know it. Like, I say that as, as the host of a smart people show. Uh, <laughs> second of all, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, there's always in these types of studies problems with correlation not equaling causation, and it might be the other way around. Yeah, maybe it's like you're too forgetful. I'm not fucking you tonight. So, oops. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need more research to discover why. And it's all or- happening tonight. <laughs> if, if it's self-reported, it, it could also be that the people just forgot they had sex. That's a really good oh. point. The cognitive decline skewed That the is result. honestly a very good point because it is all self-reported. There's not researchers in the bedrooms checking off when these guys have sex. Well, so. And there should be. There should be. There are researchers in the researchers' bedrooms. Yeah, by definition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although someone said, are there? And if you're a researcher, sir, I'm concerned about your relationship. <laughs> uh, okay. And there's, <laughs> I'm very there's concerned Facebook about your everywhere. relationship. It's all in the fine print. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, question number four. According to a new study, toilets have fewer germs on them than what item commonly found at airports? Trace. I was going to say cell phones, but then you said airports. I did say airports. Um, the seats. At airports. Of what? The, like, the... Children. Like in the waiting room? <laughs> yeah, like when you're waiting. For <laughs> so sorry. Ashley. Airplane trays. Did you say airplane trays? Yeah, a trays, not trace. <laughs> like, Are you saying yeah, I'm dirty, like but trays, only when I'm on a plane? Down? <laughs> oh, trays. Airplane yeah. trays. I yeah. really thought you meant trace on an airplane. That, and I was that like, may be that true. Was a, that I was am an dirty unfair on airplanes. personal shot to do in front of his parents. You know his parents <laughs> yeah. are in the audience. I mean, it's probably true, though. I mean, like, it is probably true, but you're incorrect. Uh, you are, I will say this, you're actually very close uh, in in general word usage, there. Uh, I'll reset it. You want to try again? Attendance? No. <laughs> wow. No. Now you're just making. So you went from a kind of personal attack to a direct personal yeah, attack true. on Can't all you. airplane attendance. Uh, the 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 handles on airplane seats. Incorrect. I'm so sorry. I might have misled you by telling you that she was close. She was close because she said trays. It's not the trays on the airplane. It's the trays at security that you put your stuff in. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I was yeah. Hold your groans. It's about to get worse. <laughs> oh, my and God. She- I've never... I literally... Like, uh, before you say what you're yeah. saying, just understand yeah. that as you're saying all these facts, I am now realizing... 
like Chaz Palminteri and the usual suspects as I drop my yeah. cup of coffee. Yeah. Like literally how like not did. often they wash Every con crud that you've ever gotten has maybe come from those trays. Uh, according also the, to... The, the, the barefoot floors. Ugh. Do you say barefoot floors? Yeah, you have to take your shoes yeah. off. I've oh, thought about that. You keep socks on. Oh, come on. Not everybody There's a does. barrier, at least. Also, I mean, get, get TSA pre. What are we in there? <laughs> yeah, come on. This is 9-11? Jesus. Well, this actually took place outside of the U.S., so the, the, the shoe thing was not an issue. Uh, Finnish and British researchers went through Helsinki Airport, swabbing everything they could find. And interestingly enough... The thing that had the fewest germs on it were the toilets. <laughs> oh! In the entire airport. Yeah, but everybody knows that Finns have extra dirty hands and extra clean asses. <laughs> is that a common? Yeah. Is that common knowledge? It's a very well understood. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they think it's actually because the the toilets are cleaned regularly and people take extra precautions in the toilet. Uh, while they do not with the trays at the security. So trays were the worst. Uh, so toilets had zero, zero viruses on them. The trays in uh, eight out of, no, four out of eight samples, they had rhinovirus and adenovirus, which caused common cold symptoms. Um, and it was the worst in the airport. The other nasty places, though, included the payment terminals. You know, when you put in your credit card and you have to punch in your pin or whatever. Uh, those oh. were apparently really disgusting. And uh, the desks at passport control, don't touch those. Uh, and the toys at the playground, which I'd, I've never seen, but apparently in Helsinki they trust people and put toys at a playground for the, kids. The perfect crime. Exactly. They're covered in viruses. Probably it's, just poop, honestly. I mean, They're probably well, just covered in poop. No, this wasn't... Uh, they, they, like this poop. is viruses. Viruses poop that viruses? cause... I mean, poop, is, you're talking usually about I'm like I'm pretty sure there's a big overlap in the Venn diagram <laughs> with poop and viruses. Yeah. So this, this is probably a matter of them never cleaning anything. Yes. Right? Like, yes. like this, this is just lack of use that you're only doing it every once in a while and no one's like, except for the toilets. Right. The toilets like, yeah, no, no, we got to spray blast those every five seconds. Yeah. What I've learned is don't go to Helsinki. <laughs> that's a fact, Jack. I mean, no, that's the scary thing is that Helsinki is probably a hundred times cleaner than anything in the U.S. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, not now. Not Dude, now. Yeah, yeah, we get a stun on them now. Dirty ass Helsinki. <laughs> yeah, why don't I pitch that to Alex Jones? He'll be all over it. That'll come up later. Uh, question number five. Doctors have identified a man whose bipolar disorder makes him like a werewolf in what way? Oh, Ashley. Shit. Um, <laughs> you buzzed in. You got to have something. I was going to say Donald Trump until you said what way. But <laughs> You're just like... going to say Donald Trump as a general <laughs> No, not just, uh... no, no. I'm taking off points for that. Uh, Matt. Uh, his mania was tied to the lunar cycle. Absolutely correct. Well done, Matt. What? Yeah. I thought this was pretty cool, and this is just a case study, so I'm going to put out my normal, like, don't take this as accepted fact sort of thing. Uh, however, 
Yeah, so the moon phases appeared to affect this guy's sleep patterns in that, uh, and, and with bipolar people in general, when you sleep more, you might, you're, you're more likely to enter into a depressive period, and vice versa. If you're depressive, you'll sleep more, and if you sleep less, you're more likely to uh, enter into a manic episode. And they found that every new moon, he slept less, entering him into a manic episode. And it's the first scientific evidence they have, really, of a human whose condition seems to be tied to the phases of the moon. Hmm. Okay, look, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to give you points for that. And in case the audience at home didn't hear, uh, yeah, I would call a werewolf manic. So you would want that more during a full moon than a new moon. New moon should be the depressive. So yeah, let's call him an opposite werewolf. Like an anti-werewolf. He's an anti-werewolf. Finally. Yeah. Finally, we have something. His mortal enemy. Yeah, something to fight the werewolf. You just get like more human if you're an anti-werewolf. Yeah, well, I think like, you're, like you know. You're riddled with anxiety and you're like, oh no. I mean, the anti-werewolf, when now there's a I'll werewolf. I'll do my taxes. <laughs> if a werewolf were married to an anti-werewolf, like the anti-werewolf would just want to be in bed and need snuggles while he becomes a werewolf. So it might work. Yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> Is that the start of your fanfic? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say. I'm already getting ready for NaNoWriMo. Yeah. <laughs> this ebook is going to kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question number six. According to a randomized study done by economist Stephen Levitt, should you quit your job? Trace. Yes, because I just quit. Absolutely correct. Hey! <laughs> quit your job. Quit your job. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Apparently, we have good jobs in the yeah, audience. Yeah, She's they're like, like no, okay, we'll chant this once for They'll you. They'll laugh at but... HIV, but not job quitting. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the guy who created Freakonomics. Uh, he, <laughs> he asked uh, over 22,000 people uh, to flip a coin to decide a major life decision. And uh, then he followed up with them a couple of months later to see if they actually did it and how it turned out. And so there were a lot of data points. And what he found were the people who flipped a coin and the coin told them to do the big thing that they had been unsure about. When they did it, they were much more likely to be happy than if they didn't do it. So like heads was do it, tails was don't do it. The people who got heads ended up happier. And the biggest jump in happiness came for quitting your job and breaking up with a loved one. <laughs> so, like, mm. yeah. Wow. Do you have a coin I can borrow? <laughs> why? No, no, it's uh. fine. Fine. We're only on cryptocurrency. Yeah, we'll talk after the show. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> people uh, who had been weighing whether or not to quit their jobs, th- so they had to rate their happiness 0 to 10. And the people who quit their jobs got a happiness gain of 5.2 points. Wow. Which is huge. Like, that's on par with moving from one of the least happy countries to one of the happiest countries. Like, a huge life change. That's how much of a change they got from quitting their jobs. That's just because everyone wants a story, right? <laughs> like, I get, like, no matter what you want to do, it's always better when the guy from Freakonomics told me to do it because I flipped a coin. <laughs> You might be right, but this was also um, three months later. I think it was three to six months. And so that is enough time for regret to seep in if it ended up being a terrible choice. No, but even then, it's a good story. 
Like that son of a bitch from Freakonomics made me quit my job because I flipped a coin. So you're still getting free drinks yeah, at the bar. You still so. get a story out of it. I think I think Justin's uh, standards might be different <laughs> mm-hmm. than other people's. Ashley, do you have a thing to say? No, because you wanted to get me. You wanted to get him deducted. deleted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Keep your coins in your pocket. All right. Question number seven. People are happier buying experiences instead of material things, provided they are what type of people? Matt. Rich. Absolutely correct. <laughs> Well done. Did you read about this or did you just intuit it? I just it? know things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. He buys yeah. a lot of stuff but not a lot of experiences. Right. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, it turns out that uh, if you already have a lot of stuff, you don't need to buy more of it to be happy, and you'd rather spend that on experiences. But if you don't have a lot of stuff, you're like, maybe I would like to have that stuff instead of going on a trip somewhere. The bus can be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was that guy that got his head chopped off on Greyhound a couple years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a thing. My bus has But you got guy. a good story out of it. That was a good story. <laughs> For the people who survived. Should I chop this guy's head off? Flip a coin. (laughs) That is a major life decision, deciding whether or not to chop off the head. Five points happier. (laughs) That was like ten years ago. Is that enough time to laugh about this now? Because I was was scarred by that when I read it. He's out of prison now? Oh, my God. Are you him? Oh, my God. Fun facts. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you points for that horrific fact. Well done, audience. I feel like the audience Wait, is winning. Uh, all I want to know is because somebody in the audience just said, fun fact, that guy's. And also, we need to have a conversation about fun facts. Uh, <laughs> that guy's out of prison now. Do you have, like, what Google alert does that pop up in? <laughs> oh, this is a Canadian thing. So you're on, like, the Canadian listserv. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not that yeah. many. I have uh, heard all. Guess who's out of the other. clink, eh? <laughs> oh, actually, that reminds me. Uh, I was asked to promote the band playing later. I don't. Are they Canadian? <laughs> they are. Oh. A... <laughs> Is it bare naked ladies? Uh, hold on, let me check the slip of paper I was given. Yeah. No. Is it the decapitators? Unless it might be their side project. Uh, who bare, is it? Does Bare Naked Ladies have a side project called The Staggers and Jags? That's one band. By the okay. way, I was confused. I had it's to like ask. A thing. Anyway, they're playing in the bar later. So. And, and, and if you're listening on podcast, go look up The Staggers yeah. and Jags. Why not? On Spotify. I'll hit them up for a fee for the advertising later. That'll be great. <laughs> Can I get a burned CD from you guys and a bumper sticker? And a little <laughs> bit of free health care. Yeah, could I get like one free health care? <laughs> like one MRI. Yeah, just one. <laughs> yeah, just one. <laughs> Any part of me. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number eight. <laughs> Dealer's choice. (laughs) Oh, is that what that looks like? I knew I should have had that looked at earlier. Question number eight. Female monkeys have an innate distrust of whom? Trace. Other female monkeys. Incorrect, misogynist. Kenji. Male monkeys? Absolutely correct. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and that's how you get on the audience's side. Miss Andrew. I know this because I'm a feminist. Yes, exactly. Boom. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll give you another point for that. Go ahead and buzz in. Hit your buzzer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's a free hundred points to whoever says they're a feminist first. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it rolls here. Uh, yes. Male monkeys. Uh, the researchers, they rigged up a box full of apples. Half of the box, like, they painted it two different colors. One side was white. One was black. And if you opened the side that was black, you got one apple. And if you opened the other side, you got five apples. And they rigged it so that they trained the female monkeys to only be able to open the side that gave them one apple. And they rigged it so that the male monkeys could only open the side that gave them five apples. Because apparently the wage gap exists regardless of species. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then they had those monkeys go and teach the other monkeys how to get the apples. And they found that male monkeys learned from whoever got them the most apples, male or female. But the female monkeys only listened to the female monkeys. (laughs) They were like... Yeah, that guy got five apples, but they're probably poison or something. We're just going to stick with this one. Thank you. Uh, The researchers think that it's not due to misandry, but it's more likely because these particular monkeys, the females grow up in a group and stay in that group the entire time, while the male monkeys migrate to new areas in order to mate. So usually the male monkeys don't know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to to foraging for food. (laughs) So, yeah, the female monkeys have developed this sense of, I'm just going to listen to what she says. Thanks. Hey, Justin, Fact. I opened this white box over here. They gave me five apples. Well, man, I'll tell you, I opened a white box, too. <laughs> you got five apples? I got a uh, hundred. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm open that box next I time. know a lot of things. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Everett. That's the... Uh, the That's our bit. Thank you. Excellent you can... science improv. <laughs> that should make it all very clear. Okay. Question number nine. Women reporting feeling, women reported feeling, uh, quote, more anxious, less confident, and less physically attractive after posting what to social media? Trace. A picture on Instagram. Be more specific. A selfie on Instagram. Absolutely correct. God damn it. Well done. <laughs> Good job, Trace. Yeah, you give him his applause. It's I fine. Got you one. got it. You got one. You got one. Uh, yes, absolutely correct. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Scientists had some women take an iPad and go into a room on their own, and either they had them post a selfie on their social media accounts, or they just had them read an article on the iPad. The women who posted a selfie, by and large, had worse self-confidence. They felt more anxious. And that was true even if they had them uh, take one photo and post it or if they had them take a bunch of photos, pick the best one, edit it to look sexier, and then post it. Worse self-confidence regardless. So this makes me think of Kenji who deleted Facebook. Did you delete Instagram also? Because it's still Facebook. Yes, yeah, um, it, it is still Facebook. Um, I, I didn't, um, and uh, yeah, maybe I should. Um, no, I mean, the, the main reason I didn't delete Instagram is because uh, partly I find the audience there better, um, and, and the other part is that I find um, the, like, pushing ads and pushing news stories and stuff, like, doesn't happen there in the mm-hmm. way that it does on Facebook, and, and that was most of the problems I had yeah. with Facebook. How many selfies did you post on Facebook, though? I, I don't often post selfies, but I can say that 
this study, like, I would feel, I, I wouldn't feel that uncomfortable posting a selfie when I'm out by myself in a place where I'm actually having fun and enjoying myself. Yeah. I would feel uncomfortable posting a selfie when they're like, go in this room and post a selfie. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's that, an iPad also. That's a Who weird that? study. Yeah. Because that's the other iPad. thing with these studies that, like, like, sometimes they say where they did it, right? Like, like, like if it's like just like in a Hawaii mall. somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's rarely like, on like like living your best life, yeah. like in this, this awesome place. This is probably a room at a university psychology <laughs> lab. <laughs> exactly, it, it feels like you're at a dental office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm here for the fifty dollars, and they're like, "Sure, go into this room. Right. Do you feel good about yourself now? <laughs> One to ten. Like no, I feel like the world's cheapest prostitute. <laughs> Here's an iPad. Go take pictures. Yeah, I already feel bad. So Don't worry. If if they were given like a new iPhone with a good camera and sent it to one of those Instagram like yeah, playgrounds, yeah, yeah. like the Color Factory or whatever, the Museum of Ice No, cream. not even. That. Yeah. I just think if the the, peop- the type of people who are going to take selfies um, are a self-selecting crowd. And and if you're forcing people to take selfies, that's that's where you're going to find people who are. That's also a good point. Yeah, maybe people who are choosing to take selfies already feel pretty good about themselves. Yeah, I only take a selfie when I'm like feeling myself. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> which is never. That's why there's no selfies. There's <laughs> yeah, big mood, big mood. <laughs> What's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram, is, I don't even know. R.K. Watson. I, I came to it late yes, enough to not get my name. Branding on fleek. Yeah, it's all pictures of my dog who is always feeling himself. He so. is, yeah. <laughs> he has very low self-esteem. Please support my Instagram. Uh, <laughs> all right, question number 10. What, How long is this round? It's forever. Uh, <laughs> I found a lot of good science stuff. Don't worry, the rest of it's going to be horrific. So enjoy the science round while we've got it. Uh, question number 10. What physicist just gave away a 2.3 million pound science prize? Yeah. Uh, so that, does somebody want to do the, the... No, somebody, somebody, I think it's the, 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 the Canadian murder tracker here. Can the Canadian murder uh, do a... I rang in, I rang in for... You're ringing in for the audience? For the Wait, you can't take his points. Yeah, no, er, no, you just lost points for that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Here, I'll bring in... Oh, no, that's Ashley. Sorry. That's not me. I should get to take away points for that. I'm sorry. Oh. I hate you. Okay, here's the audience. Uh, what's uh, what's 2.3 million pounds in dollars? Uh, Three million dollars, roughly. Correct, yes. About three million dollars. Good job, audience. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. This was a money question? I, I didn't even understand the question. Oh, yeah, that wasn't the question. Uh, which... <laughs> What physicist just gave away $3 million uh, in in science prize money? 2.3 million pounds? Yes. No, 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 that's not the answer. No, 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 no. He knew knew the the real answer. Let let, let the man say the answer. Uh, Do none of you know? Mm -mm. All right, let's go to the audience. Absolutely correct. Oh, I did Ashley again. Sorry, you can give it to me if you. Uh, <laughs> absolutely correct. Well done, audience. Oh my god! Yeah, On the tip of my tongue, man, you beat me right to it. It's Jocelyn Bell Burnell, and I I threw this in not because I thought any of you would get it, but because we all should get it because she's a fucking queen. Uh, okay, so Jocelyn Bell Burnell, uh, back in the seventies helped discover um, uh, pulsars. Sorry, I almost said quasars. Radio pulsars. 
And in 73, they gave the Nobel Prize for her work to her male collaborators. Yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. There was a very weak yay yeah. in the back. No, that was appropriate. That was a, uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, so this year, the Breakthrough Prize recognized her work and gave her this prize of, yeah, $3 million for her work on Radio Pulsars. And she was quoted as saying, I don't want or need the money myself. And it seemed to me that this was perhaps the best use I could put to it. She took all of the money and she gave it to a scholarship that will help women, uh, people of color, and uh, migrants get uh, education in physics. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, Jocelyn Bell Burnell. We should all know her name, and she's a queen. So, okay, uh, one more question this round. That's it, I promise. <laughs> uh, scientists at University of Michigan were studying bladder dysfunction when they accidentally ended up giving women orgasms by doing what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's where that went. I feel like I should know this. Yeah, you should. Everybody should know this, just like Jocelyn Bell Burnell. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they were studying bladder dysfunction, and then they accidentally ended up giving women a bunch of orgasms. Justin, how did Asking them about their day. <laughs> you know, the audience didn't love it, but I did. So I'm going <laughs> to give you points for that. It's not what I'm looking for, though. Is this recent news? This is so recent that my good friend Drew Curtis, who has been on Quizotron before, he runs FARC, he happened to be running their headline machine today. <laughs> And he sent this to me and is like, this has to go in Quizotron. So, yeah, this, uh, this just happened today. I mean, the orgasms didn't happen today. This, this study was <laughs> yeah. just published. Well, um, hopefully some happened. Today. Many so, say they happen all the time. Yeah. Because and I, if you listen real close on a still <laughs> night. All right, I'm going to tell you. Um, they zapped their ankles with electrodes. How Victorian of them. So Victorian, yeah. right? I love this. So, yeah, um, there was a study on bladder dysfunction where they had women and they were they hooked them up to electrodes and they would stimulate their genital area, but also, uh, in some cases, they would just stimulate their ankles because there are nerves that go down there. And so this was helping with bladder control, but also many of the women in the study were coming back and saying... You know what else? <laughs> My sex life has really improved from this. And so these researchers took another group of women who didn't have any bladder problems and did the same things to them and got a similar response. Uh, particularly, they, they were women who had uh, sexual issues. They had issues getting turned on and, and coming to orgasm. And when they did this... Uh, this study, it was a 30-minute session once a week where they would have electrodes attached to their ankle and their uh, sexual satisfaction went through the roof, so to speak. Where do you, where do you get the electrodes? Are you looking for an address? <laughs> do, you, do you have a referral code? <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, is Kenji's wife in the audience? Because I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> this was at University of Michigan, so you might want to head out that way. We, I think we have some Michiganders here, right? Is that what you say? Is it Michiganders? Michiganders, Michiganders right? Michiganders. Oh, I'm sorry. Michiganders. Or Michiganders. 
It's like Michigooses and Michiganders. Yeah, I don't really like it. Give yourself. Is that a? That's a negative. I prefer Michigan. Come on, yeah. that was a good. Yeah. Yeah. Point. I heard that, that Michigander is actually yeah. like a so political that slur that was brought up. Michigander. Funny how you haven't built that one into your system yet. I know yet. it's funny, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see where we stand at the end of round one. It looks like in the lead is Matt Gupser with six hundred. Whoa. Oh. Real dark horse there. The audience is in second place with 500. Uh, Kenji, 200 points, third place. Not a bad show. Justin, have you done anything today? Because you're right at zero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Trace, you're at negative 200. Perfect. That's where I was aiming for. Yeah, not a bad showing because Ashley right now is at negative 400 points. Which, to be fair, is because I keep buzzing her in instead of the audience, and then I deduct points to. I'm not her. trading any Pokemon with you after <laughs> yeah. this. I hope you know that. No, I know it's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, so, how how are we doing on drinks? By the way, is everyone okay on drinks? Oh, we're doing good. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. Round number three. Uh, the round is themed terrible people. Terrible people. Yeah. What was round two themed? Science. And round one was get to, get know, to know you. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's negative 100 points for not paying attention. <laughs> Question number one in terrible people. A new study suggests that toddlers are able to distinguish between a person who is a true leader and a person who is what? Matt. An undocumented immigrant. <laughs> 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 it's a bold strategy. I'm giving you points just for just for I taking mean, that Jesus, risk. If they're laughing about AIDS, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you you figured down. out who the audience is, and that's worth worth some points. Uh, no, it was uh, it was leaders versus what? Uh, Ashley spouting fake news. Did you say fake news? Yeah, you're really close. <laughs> the New York Times? No, I'm so sorry. Justin. Liars. Uh, no. And luckily I, I hit the wrong button, so you don't lose points for that. Uh, Kenji. Um, followers? Followers. No, I'm so sorry. Trace. Journalists. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. No, the correct answer is bullies. Uh, leaders and oh. bullies. What um, if bullies have to do with fake news? Also, what if Because Donald Trump is a bully. <laughs> Oh, okay, fair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that one hey now. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, so uh, scientists showed toddlers an animation where they saw a person with authority who either had that authority with respect or with fear. And the toddlers thought that it was okay for uh, the children the authority figure was ruling over to misbehave when the authority figure wasn't there if he was a bully, because they knew that he was only he only had leadership because he was right there and scaring them. Uh, but if the authority figure was a true leader, then they got upset if someone misbehaved when he wasn't around. So basically, the point is, toddlers probably wouldn't have voted for Donald Trump. So, yeah. Uh, okay, question number two. Uh, a new study was unable to replicate a previous popular study that found that people are less likely to cheat on a task if they first write down what? <laughs> did, 
Did the audience just buzz in by saying buzz? <laughs> I'm going to give the panelists uh, a chance of first trace. Uh, something nice about themselves. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, keep going. There you go, Justin. The answers. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, so in this previous study... Uh, it found that people are less likely to cheat on a task if they first write down what. Or just think about what. Ashley. Virtue in that they are an honest person. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> that they are trustworthy. That they oh, are... that they're trustworthy. Not what I'm looking for. I'm sorry. Not looking for trustworthiness? No, this is something that uh, probably none of my panelists have much uh, experience with. Uh, let's turn it over to the audience. Is the audience now? Oh, no, no. Somebody buzzed in. Uh, sir, sir, who screamed buzz when the conversation was just beginning. Yeah, do you know what it... Absolutely correct. The Ten Commandments. Well done. Well done, audience. Yeah, Holy so... shit, he's like our own burning bush. <laughs> yes, exactly. Handing down the Ten Commandments to you. Uh... The, yeah, this previous study was very popular. Got a lot of press. Uh, found, uh, you know, Dan Ariely was one of the authors. He's uh, written a couple of books off of things like this. And yeah, he found that uh, pe- they gave people a test where they had an opportunity to cheat. And they found that people who were asked to recall the Ten Commandments, as opposed to recalling just ten books they liked, uh, were m- less likely to cheat. And this, so a lot of these types of studies are currently under what's called a replication crisis, where we're like, oh, a lot of this was just bullshit. Um, so a lot of uh, researchers are now trying to replicate these uh, studies. So this one was just replicated, and what they found was that actually people who were uh, asked to recall the Ten Commandments were slightly more likely to cheat in this circumstance. And so either... People care a lot less about the Ten Commandments than they did ten years ago, or the original scientists were sloppy, or my favorite hypothesis is that the original scientists cheated on a study (laughs) about the morality of cheating. (laughs) But who knows? Who knows? I don't want to be sued, so I would never say which one of those things it is. (laughs) Question number three. People who use Tinder while still in a committed relationship are more likely to be what? Ashley. Posting a Tinder profile of their bird for fun at a bar some night. Wow, I feel like that was a really personal response for you. (laughs) So sorry, Justin. Fucking someone else. (laughs) Uh, Possibly true, but not what I'm looking for. Trace. Men. You know, uh, also true, and not what I'm looking for, but, you know, more... Oh, no. come on. A little more, uh, a little closer. Matt. Uh, reciting the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> the audience liked it, so I'll give you those points, but not what I'm looking for. Uh, Kenji, you got a guess? You're the last one. What's the question again? <laughs> I feel like Kenji is just hoping to coast by on his good looks and charm. People who use Tinder while still in a committed relationship are more mm-hmm. likely to be what? Using Tinder. That's a, that's a, you got to give that. That's that is true. true. All right, fine. <laughs> oh, come on! Yeah, good job, Kenji. Everybody applaud Kenji. In the hope Kenji! That Kenji! Will pay <laughs> 
Uh, psychopathic was what oh. I was looking for, actually. Uh, yeah. So I was partially right. You were. That's why yeah, I gave you yeah. those points. Thanks. Uh, researchers polled nearly 1,500 people. They found that about 22% of them uh, were in a committed relationship while using Tinder, uh, which is super fucking gross. They also found that those people scored lower on agreeableness and conscientiousness and higher on neuroticism and psychopathy compared to people who were in a committed relationship who were not on the Tinder app. So, yeah. True. <laughs> Look, I'm giving you points for trying. This is these are points that are meant to encourage you to keep trying, Kenji. Right? <laughs> this is the participation ribbon of <laughs> Quizotron points. <laughs> Question number four: A paranormal investigator has attracted the attention of the police after after he did what to a ghost? Trace had sex with him <laughs> or her. Or them. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you points just for the gender-neutral language, Thank but you're wrong. No. <laughs> Ghostbusters is a great movie, it though. It really is. When Dan Aykroyd got that blowjob from Slimer, we all loved it. <laughs> but it's not what I'm thinking of. No, a paranormal investigator attracted the police, uh, the attention of the police, after he did what to a ghost? Any other guesses? No guesses. You got nothing. <laughs> oh, the audience. Here, let's buzz you guys in. Yes, audience. Murder! You know what? I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, he, uh, he didn't actually murder the ghost. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, he, I mean, in case you were fretting. I mean, yeah, because it's already dead. So, But he did shoot at the ghost. Um, Christian J. DeVoe called 911 to report an intruder in his house. And while on the phone, he shot two uh, shots at the intruder, which he claimed were just warning shots that he shot over the head of the intruder. When the cops came, they found absolutely no evidence of any intruder anywhere. And he was like, it must have been a ghost. And they said, well, these bullet holes are about three feet off the ground. (laughs) So it must have been a very tiny ghost (laughs) that he shot over the head of. Maybe it was a tiny Morphin Power Ranger. (laughs) It was a tiny... Oh! This is me trying. Yeah. You know what? Oops. Oh, sorry, Ashley. I rang in for you again. (laughs) Who keeps buzzing me in? It's me. I do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait a minute. He gets 100 points for my callback? <laughs> Bullshit. Wait, did you say Mighty Tiny I, That was my initial and, thing. And he just said it louder into yes. the microphone? Wait, well no. done. Well done. No, that's, that's what white men do to us. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, white man. It's our turn to steal your jokes. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm get sorry. Three million pounds later. <laughs> By the way, it's not even the first time it happened. It happened to this guy in 2011 as well. <laughs> it's got a lot of ghost intruders. <laughs> Question number five. Gwyneth Paltrow's goop has been ordered to pay $145,000 in penalties due to making misleading scientific statements about what? Trace. Jade eggs that one would insert inside of their vaginas. Absolutely correct. Well done, Trace. <laughs> Oh. Don't insert them into your vaginas. <laughs> yeah, Don't. it turns out maybe you shouldn't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. Also, Paltrow, not great at the science. She really isn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, certainly not for health. 
Dude, like, I'm sure you could probably just insert a Jade egg. I mean, if you just want to for, for laughs. No. Like, you should not Oh, you should that. not? No. That, that's, that's a problem? And I'm so sorry that previous guest Jen Gunter isn't here to leap across the table and, and punch you in the face. I know. She would, like, loosen my jaw with a right cross. She's but, a, speaking of top so, Canadians. Yeah. So, no. In under no circumstance no. should you ever yes. find a jade egg and say, well, don't I know put, where that goes. Don't I put vagina. rocks up your pussy. That's just, like, a general... I'm so sorry your parents are... This coming. should be... <laughs> This should be the first Quizitron t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put rocks up your pussy. Quizitron. Excuse me. I'm going to go throw my jade eggs away. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just squeeze them on out over there. <laughs> and she's leaving. <laughs> she actually is leaving. Well, all right. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no, they can, that can cause... Don't put weird things up your vagina, you know? I mean, unless it's sterilized, use a condom. I mean, I'm sure, yeah. Like, if it's, like, yeah. laminated he or... He says his name is Terry, and he seems nice, and, like... <laughs> He's got a podcast you're really into. Yeah. <laughs> his beard looks like he oiled it recently. Yeah. Like, go for it. He's got a nice beard. Do you. Yeah. No, put on... Put the condom on, just in case. All right? Uh, <laughs> Bag your jade eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Please, kids. Yeah. We all know the temptation. <laughs> Uh, question number six in Terrible People. Uh, a Kuwaiti fishmonger has been shut down after it was discovered he was gluing what to his fish? Matt. Googly eyes. Absolutely correct. What? That's not a terrible person. That's a, like a hero. That's an <laughs> entrepreneur. Hey, listen, man. Hey, there's a thin line between terrible person and an imagineer. Uh. Kenji, I'm going to I'm going to turn to your expertise because so apparently at the fish market you can tell a fresh fish from a bad fish by looking into its eyes. Uh this this is true. Yeah. 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 And and do you think a person who could tell the difference between a fresh fish and a not fresh fish would be fooled by somebody gluing a googly eye to it? <laughs> Would you be fooled? <laughs> be honest. Uh, I mean, it, it's it, five in the morning. It depends how <laughs> how convincing the googly eye. Mm, um, not very. Uh, yeah, I've only ever seen googly eyes are binary. They're either there or they're not. I feel, you know. Uh, they're, well, they're, now there's we're no, getting there's into no a degrees of googly discussion. eye. <laughs> this is a platonic. The, I mean, the one the ones I've experienced. Right. Maybe, maybe there are better googly eyes. Out so there. wait, so so you're saying that there does exist a world where an ocean's eleven level googly eye. <laughs> Could uh, uh, really sell some bum fish. I mean, it sounds to... more likely like a fish contact lens. Oh, uh, now we're talking. And then, and then maybe they also like hand out, um, like th- those things you wear when you when you go diving as a little kid, where they pinch, where pinch. Yeah, nose, exactly. You know, yeah, that. Um, and then they also make you wear thick gloves so you can't touch the fish. Um, okay. And then maybe also like some like dark sunglasses so you can't check the gill. I mean, there's a lot of ways that fish go bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, googly eyes. Drugs. Even contact lenses alone, I don't think would help. So you're saying this is not the brilliant scheme that we might otherwise expect it to be? I, I mean, if you can sell fish by putting googly eyes on them, I, I mean, I would, I'd be more likely to buy a fish with googly eyes on it. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. I, I mean, if only because I'd save money on the googly eyes. Right. Yeah. Free googly it's eye. It's whimsical like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number seven. What tech startup was dissolved this week after years of misleading doctors? 
Justin. Theranos. Absolutely correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bloodthirsty motherfuckers. Literally, bloodthirsty. <laughs> Wait, what one. was the question? So the full question was what tech startup was dissolved this week after years of misleading doctors, patients, and investors into thinking it had revolutionized blood testing. Uh, Spoiler, it hadn't. It hadn't. <laughs> they just kind of said, yo, we can do all this shit with blood. And I have to say, this is particularly upsetting for those of us who are excited to see the first female head of a, of a tech company startup. And I accept that they're all garbage, but this one was particular garbage. Um, the uh, woman in charge, uh, Ms. Holmes, I forget her first name, not Katie, Rebecca. different one. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah. Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, she claimed to have invented a, a machine that could do the job of dozens of different lab tests with just a single drop of blood or two from a fingertip. And in actuality, behind the scenes, the company was running tests using tests that they had purchased from third-party suppliers. And they ended up tricking their investors into spending uh, literally about a billion dollars on the company. And they ended up getting nothing in return. So, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. (laughs) Last question of this round. Question number eight. Comedian Sasha Baron Cohen is being sued for calling what politician a pedophile, Trace? Roy Moore. Absolutely But he's not a politician, right? He just wanted to be one. I mean... Really badly. I mean, he's a politician. Is he actually one? What That's can a we politician. Call him? I guess. He was an attorney general. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. call him. Held, he held office. Ugh. And he's a pedophile. Uh, <laughs> he, there, there are um, eight different women, I believe. Seven. Uh, eight women total that have accused him of sexual misconduct. Seven of them were uh, 18 years of age or, old, or younger uh, when he apparently... Uh, sexually assaulted them. And so Sasha Baron Cohen, if you haven't seen it, he had a a bit where he said that he had a a pedophile detector machine that kept beeping every time it got close to Roy Moore. (laughs) And so because of that, Roy Moore is now suing, which also means that now we get discovery process. (laughs) So we're going to get to see a lot of Roy Moore's emails and stuff because he's obviously a pedophile and it's going to be great. So I'm looking forward to it, actually. Uh, okay, so let's see how you guys did after that round. It looks like in first place is still Matt Gupser with 900 points. Wow. Second place, we've got the audience with 700 points. Yeah. Middle of the pack, we got Kenji, Trace, and Justin. Yeah, neck and neck and neck. You're at the you're you're at the top. I'm just trying to speed things up here, Kenji. But yes, you are at the top of the middle of the pack. <laughs> and way back in last place, because I keep hitting the wrong button, is Ashley Paramore with negative eight hundred. <laughs> All right. So I think now we're heading into uh oh round four. Is it? I don't know. I'm losing track. Ask Kenji. Stuff you get wrong about food. This is actually Kenji's, uh, Kenji's round. Backfired. Do we have to yeah. get this wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote this just for Kenji. Uh, question number one. What food myth was deliberately created by the British during World War II? Matt. Carrots increase night vision. Absolutely correct. Well done, Matt. Oh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, they said vitamin A in carrots helped eyesight in order to cover for the fact that they had actually developed radar, which helped them identify enemy planes mm. and shoot them down. And in order to cover them for that, they said, oh, guys are just eating a lot of carrots. Nazis are how do you explain the, way you explain the rabbits without glasses? <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a rabbit with a pair of glasses. No, that's not true. Arthur wore glasses. Was Arthur a rabbit? Boom. He's an Myth eater? busted. <laughs> Aardvark. Oh, he's an aardvark. Whatever. Okay, question number two. (laughs) Clench fist meme. What amino acid do Americans blame for their sleepiness every Thanksgiving? Justin. Tryptophan? Absolutely correct. Well done, Justin. Here we Uh, go. Real sleepy dude on Thanksgiving. And yet it's not true. Uh, Tryptophan does (laughs) exist in turkey, but it also exists in pretty much every other meat and Mm. probably more so in chicken. It's so minute, though. It doesn't really do anything. Uh, The Thanksgiving drowsiness is probably due to eating too many carbs. Mm. Also, Mm. I'm too drunk. Also the booze. (laughs) Bunch of booze, bunch of carbs. It's also an oatmeal. Perfect. Also, the opiates. Yeah. No, it's. Oh, <laughs> he said oatmeal, oatmeal. but what I'll tell you what. You tryptophan to? is also in oatmeal. That's what. I was oh <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hear those do help us sleep. Though. I don't take that's... opiates to be around my family. What? Shut up. And if you call now, you can help with America's oatmeal crisis. <laughs> that's the second Quizzatron T-shirt. <laughs> Question number three. According to a surprising amount of research, what folk wisdom rule doesn't actually prevent bacteria from clinging to that gummy bear you dropped on the carpet, Kenji? Uh, the the five-second rule? Absolutely correct. Well done. Fake news. Yeah. Uh, most re- There's been a lot of research into the five-second rule. There's a lot of, like... <laughs> Bored grad students out there just I looking thought it was to make the five name. minute rule. Like it's, <laughs> you're more no? disgusting than most, but <laughs> it turns out none of it is quite true. Most research shows that um, bacteria clings to your food almost immediately when you drop it on the floor. Uh, but here's an interesting thing I discovered while researching this to make sure it was right: uh, you're better off dropping your food on a carpet than onto tile. It's all about the surface area that you're. Oh, so 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 the fiber exactly is less surface area. So what about a Helsinki toilet? (laughs) That's the clean. That is actually cleaner than eating off of a plate in San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah. Funny story. I was doing some research for this topic and uh, came across a study that said women were more likely to eat food off the floor than men. I don't know if that's. Obviously, not that's not true. But I, I do think it's an interesting conversation. I think you that may I've have had. misread it actually, because I was just reading about. Were this, you reading this too? And I, I misread a thing that I thought said the same thing at first. It said that uh, men were more likely to adhere to the uh, five-second five rule. rule, but what that meant when I looked into it further. <laughs> was that women were more likely to say, oh, fuck no, I'm not eating that at all. <laughs> While men were likely to say, but it's less than five seconds, let's eat it. So men were actually more That sounds more, likely, more accurate, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm glad likely that didn't say yeah. anything. Yeah, I'm glad that I like looked into that, and mm-hmm. yeah, because I was like, that doesn't sound right, and it wasn't. <laughs> all right, But also, I would five-second rule, definitely. 
I know. I do too. Yeah. I'm disgusting. <laughs> uh, question number four. What part of a hot pepper contains the most heat? Kenji. Uh, the ribs. Absolutely correct. And I was actually, I was too lazy. I ran out of time to look this up to see if there was a better name than the ribs. But I wrote down ribs and I'm like, that sounds sexual. And I want to find a different word. But that is the word, right? I mean, it's in my book. Oh, oh yeah, that's fact check that. Yeah, that's that's where I read that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think that it's actually in the seeds, but it is in fact in those you know those white ribs on the the inside of the pepper. So get rid of is those. That also called the placental tissue, is it? Yeah, right. So you could wait. Was that more... an actual joke, or is that no, what they're that's called? Also, the placental... it's called the placental tissue. Yeah. So if you wanted, if you were worried, ribs was a little too racist. <laughs> yeah. No, that's way better. That's way better, guys. It's in the placental tissue. Way less appetizing. Yeah. 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 Unless you're a Kardashian. Yeah. Oh, do you like some heat? Here's some placental or tissue. Maybe Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. No jade eggs. <laughs> Question number five: What flavor of ice cream was rumored to come from the anal glands of a beaver? Matt. What is vanilla? Absolutely correct. Again, it's not Jeopardy rules, but well done, Matt. Oh, my God, Matt. Yeah, killing it. How do you know this? I've been vegan for like 16 years, so (laughs) I know what comes from animals. Right. (laughs) Talking points. And beaver anal glands, for some reason, makes the list, even though there's no way that that's cost-effective. To Great make ice cream. That's by exactly sp- right. Yeah, milking the anal glands of beavers. Yeah, it's extremely <laughs> costly to do. It's way less costly to just take a vanilla bean and throw it in some alcohol. <laughs> Wait, um, whoa, yeah. whoa, yeah, whoa. yeah. Did I just Hold blow on. your mind? You've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> uh, that's how. Like that's how it was discovered. That's how it was produced. No, okay. So it's still used for perfumes. So, yes, so. anal beaver glands. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the anal glands the of beavers, beavers. Anal glands. Yeah. 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 Apparently. Oh yeah. No, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in his book. For Christ's sake, have you not read it, Justin? It's also called placental tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, so they apparently they smell and taste delicious. Uh, they do. It does have a slightly <laughs> vanilla taste that you can use as a vanilla flavoring, but it's way more cost effective and less disgusting to just use vanilla bean. Uh, but also, it is used in uh, many higher end perfumes to give the leather scent. So if you have a high end perfume. Wait a minute, so it's not even for the vanilla scent in a perfume? No. It's a musky vanilla. It's musky. That is, that is a <laughs> versatile anal gland. It really is. It really is. That should be on your Tinder profile. That sounds like a t shirt. Uh, in fact, in Sweden, <laughs> It's used to flavor a particular type of schnapps called uh, Baverhut, which is literally beaver shout. <laughs> I, just I don't love. think shout. Beaver, beaver shout. Beaver fart? Yeah, I think it's like I that. Mean, yeah. yeah. Like a shout, like a, like a butt shout? Like a poot. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's in a popular that's, that's as much research I mean, I as I got into that. And then I'm, I'm like, trying. okay, I'm going to move on. All <laughs> uh, right. Question number six. Um, on average, how many brain cells die with each unit of alcohol you drink? Trace. Not enough. 
<laughs> uh, can you be more specific? Zero. Absolutely correct. Well done, Trace. Oh. Have a yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Literally, Trace's mom yelling, "That's my boy." Keep drinking, son. Tonight he's all our boy. I was always told that uh, drinking alcohol kills brain cells. It doesn't. It might damage the dendrites that pass messages from cell to cell, but that can be fixed with therapy. So Mm. (laughs) it's fine. Drink up. For real, fuck them. Let's check our scores going into our last round. Matt Gupser, probably our highest score ever with 1,100. Wow. Wow. There's something wrong with your show. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I've been told. Ashley with uh, not quite our lowest ever, but negative 800. Pretty good. Well done. All right, let's go into the last round because we don't have much time left here. Am I just in the middle again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. You got to really, you know, you're going to have to push it this last round. All right, all right. Be aggressive. Oh, yeah. You got this. <laughs> here we go. The last round is now known as... The Alex Jones Memorial Dumbass Round, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, because he got banned from Twitter today. Yay! That was the only answer I knew in this category. I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, this, this was definitely plugged on Twitter before yeah. he was banned from Twitter. It was, yeah. It was right like, don't before. hate us anymore. Please, please don't hate this us. Show was so, yeah, distraught. this is the, the world according to Alex Jones. Question number one. According to Alex Jones's Infowars, 61% of tech company employees want to ban what? Trace. Conservatives. No. Justin. Christianity. No. I feel like Kenji could get this if he applies himself. <laughs> 60, 61... <laughs> 61% of tech company employees want to ban what? What did your friend tell you about right before you got here? Sleep pods in the employee restroom. <laughs> what did your friend tell you about right before you got here? Alex Jones. Twitter. 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 <laughs> what do they want to ban, Kenji? What do the tech companies want to ban? Uh, so- social media. Alex Jones. Infowars. It's like pulling teeth. (laughs) It's like putting googly eyes on a fish over here. (laughs) I'm going to win this fair and square. (laughs) (laughs) Comes from a survey by the app Blind, which allows tech employees to anonymously discuss workplace issues. And yeah, 61% wanted to ban Alex Jones. Uh, And I will say the, the high... Actually, no, no, no. Let's do this for a second question. Uh, for for both yes, Alex Kenny. Jones. It's <laughs> <laughs> what we call pity points. For bonus points, name the Silicon Valley companies whose companies were most likely and least likely to want to ban Alex Jones. Most likely to want to ban Alex Jones, least likely. Silicon Valley tech companies. Ashley. Twitter. For which? Most. Most likely to ban? Yeah. So sorry. I'm sorry. Also, our, uh, our sound is no longer working. Justin. 
Most likely YouTube. Least likely Twitter. I'm giving you points for Twitter. <laughs> well done. Twitter was the least likely to want to ban Alex Jones, and yet today they actually did it. Uh, but who, oops, sorry. Uh, who was the most likely to want to ban? Does anybody know? Trace. MSNBC.com. <laughs> I have never heard them referred to as a tech company before. <laughs> so no. <laughs> uh, any other guesses? Just real quick. Uh, Ashley, what do you Michael got? Watson's Discord. <laughs> My Discord, <laughs> unfortunately, is not a top tech employer in the San Francisco Bay Area. But if they were, they would be all about it. Uh, oh, hold on. Justin first. Facebook. Incorrect. Damn it. I'm so sorry. Uh, audience. Google. <laughs> Google and Goop are both wrong. I'm so sorry. The answer is Apple. Apple employees. <laughs> I somehow knew there would be at least one Apple employee in the audience who would appreciate that. <laughs> Apple employees, seventy-two percent were wanted to ban him from everything. Twitter, twenty-two percent. Microsoft was right in the middle with about fifty-two percent. What is even on Microsoft? Exactly. Who knows? Like Windows? They want to like continue his license? I think it's MSNBC. AOL.com. I don't understand. Uh, all right. Uh, are we? Is anybody going to kick us out if we just keep going? No. Okay. No. That, I was asking the person who works here, not you. All right. We're going to do. We're, we'll do. Let's. Can we do two more? Sure. Okay. Uh, question number two, uh, or five, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I've lost track. Um, I'm finding a good one. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, according to Alex Jones just yesterday, what U.S. senator is a frat boy and a gangster thug? Trace. Marco Rubio. Absolutely correct. Well done. Well, you know, I mean, after all, Marco Rubio is a bathhouse enthusiast. Alex Jones confronted him directly, uh, touched him on the shoulder. Rubio told him not to touch him and then told Jones that... Alex would not call the cops. He would just take care of him himself, which is really the fight that 2018 U.S. needs. Okay. <laughs> All right, last one. If you haven't one. seen the video, watch the video. It's crazy. It is It's great. pretty good. All right, someone on my Twitter account described it as uh, we're in the era of heel versus heel <laughs> uh, wrestling, which is a Rubio wrestling is thing. Uh, okay. Last question. According to Alex Jones, where will Silicon Valley billionaires go when the apocalypse happens? Ashley. Burning Man. (laughs) (laughs) Giving you the points for the laugh. Yeah. You got the points for the laugh, but it's not what I'm looking for. Uh, Justin. Mars. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm so sorry. It's incorrect. Trace. Well, I assume that in InfoWars they believe that the Earth is flat, so somehow they would drill into the flat Earth and go to the next flat Earth that's in line behind this flat Earth. You know what? I love how much work you put into that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the points, but you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the audience. China. <laughs> was that a Trump impression? Also, was that was that racist? I don't. No, no, yeah, that, that, that was a Trump no impression. What, it was wrong. It was wrong, and it was weird. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm so sorry. The correct answer was New Zealand. New Zealand. 
If you were here at Quizzertron a couple months ago, you might recall that Alex Jones previously claimed that Matt Lauer owns 16,000 acres in New Zealand because he's going to escape there when his liberal friends uh, enact a world apocalypse. Uh, and then moving with the hobbits, like... Yeah, I mean, that's the idea. There's yeah. like no yeah. one else around. There's a bunch of little houses there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Affordable houses. So, yeah, this week InfoWars is reporting that at least 10 Bay Area billionaires have bought bunkers in New Zealand to prepare for the oncoming apocalypse. Uh, but here's the thing it's true. It's true. <laughs> I actually I had to look this up and I found an article on Bloomberg <laughs> describing that this is a thing that uh, our ridiculous uh, Silicon Valley overlords are doing. And I quote from Bloomberg, at one Silicon Valley dinner party, a prominent venture capitalist was said to have told fellow diners of his escape plans. In the garage of his San Francisco (laughs) home, he told guests, is a bag of guns hanging from the handlebars of a motorcycle. The bike will allow him to weave through traffic on the way to his private plane, and the guns are for defense against encroaching zombies that may threaten his getaway. This is not InfoWars. This is Bloomberg. This is an actual Silicon Valley billionaire that has said this. Uh, he intends to fly to a landing strip. That guy's buying experiences. <laughs> the experience of living through the zombie apocalypse. Exactly. He intends to fly to a landing strip in Nevada where a jet sits in a hangar. Its sole purpose to whisk him and four other billionaire co-owners to safety and their destination is New Zealand. And in the darkness, bind them. Uh, and then we will make our way to Mount Doom and finally dis- uh, destroy Sauron. <laughs> I would. Can we do a podcast of Lord of the Rings, Alex Jones, Cross? I mean, I'm just okay. saying, I mean, after all, when's second breakfast? <laughs> And then afternoonsies. I, Come on. The audience isn't loving it, but I am. I'm just saying. I am. This isn't exactly my number one crowd. I, yeah, I, I'm loving it. I feel like they don't. <laughs> All right, guys. That is going to be the end of our game. Let's see who won. It's Matt Gupser hey! with 1,100 points. Kenji is in second place with 700 points. Kenji! 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 Just beat out the audience with 500 points. Well done, you guys. Only a smattering of applause for yourselves. Have some self-respect. Come on. There you go. Uh, uh, Trace is in uh, fourth with a hundred points. I think it's the first time I've been positive. Yeah, it's not your worst showing, actually. Well done, Trace. (laughs) Uh, Justin Robert Young with negative three hundred, and Ashley bringing up the rear with negative nine hundred. I'll take care of you myself. Well done. I always do. Uh, let's yeah. uh, let's go down the the line, and why don't you each tell the audience where you can find uh, where they can find you? Uh, sorry, I'm Kenji. Oh, uh, you can find me uh, not on Facebook. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> you can find me uh, at Kenji Lopez Alt on um, both Twitter and Instagram, and you can also find me uh, at Worst Hall in San Mateo. All right, Kenji, Boom. thank you so much for being here. Trace. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Just look for Trace Dominguez, D-O-M-I-N-G-U-E-Z. Thank you so much, Trace. Well done. (laughs) Matt. Uh, You can find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or my website. It's uh, Matt Gubser, G-U-B-S-E-R. I'm the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, thank you so much for being here. 
Justin. Find me on Twitter, Justin R. Young. And again, election night, 7 p.m., right here in the Piano Fight Theater. I will be doing my show for Politics, Politics, Politics. It's a show about politics. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, thank you so much. And finally, Ashley. Uh, fake Gamer Girl on Twitch.tv. Healthy Addict everywhere else. Thank you so much, Ashley. Don't forget to follow Quizotron. We're at Quizotron, and we will be back here next month. We're the first Thursday of every month here at Piano Fight. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming out. Thank you to my awesome panelists, especially Matt Gupser, our winner. Good night, everybody.